This episode is sponsored by Aruba, a Hewlett-Packard enterprise company, and their partner, Wi-Fi Gear. Looking for a small business Wi-Fi network that works as hard as you do? One that's easy to set up and simple to manage for a smart app? Meet Aruba Instant On. Visit wifigear.co.uk. Welcome to this latest edition of the First Voice podcast, brought to you by First Voice magazine, the official flagship magazine of the Federation of Small Business and the go-to podcast for news, tips and important information for small businesses. Uh, This episode is brought to you in partnership with Aruba, a Hewlett-Packard enterprise company and partner Wi-Fi Gear, specialists in small business Wi-Fi connectivity. Today, we'll be discussing how you can boost productivity and ensure you can operate effectively when increasingly running your small business from home. Uh, Research carried out late last year revealed nearly three quarters of directors expect to continue working from home to some degree after coronavirus, signaling a shift to a more hybrid way of working, uh, a split between home and working on site. Uh, Of course, running your business from home can throw up challenges, uh, from juggling interruptions from the kids to bandwidth issues, tech problems, distractions, uh, and issues accessing all the information and files you need to operate effectively. So in this session, we will explore some tips for ensuring you can work just as effectively and productively at home uh, as well as in the workplace uh, and the importance of getting those sort of tech angles right as well. To help us do that, we are joined by two small business experts. Karen L. White is a productivity coach who runs GoDo, godoproductivity.co.uk, through which she coaches individuals to help them be more productive, including when working from home. Uh, And Simon Wilson is the CTO of Aruba, which provides simple, smarter Wi-Fi for small businesses and working from home. And Simon will talk us through the benefits and importance of getting the tech Wi-Fi and network elements of your home working right. Uh, Karen and Simon, thanks ever so much for for joining us. Um, I'll I'll kick straight into the the discussion, if I may. And I'd like to start um, by asking your views on whether you you really think we'll see a a sort of continued march towards hybrid or home working post-lockdown, or whether you think um, we might see a bit more of a a return to to offices. Karen, um, what are your experiences and, 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 and the things that your clients are telling you? Yeah, I mean, John, I think that the working world really has changed fundamentally as a result of the last year. And I think being forced to adapt in this way has really opened up possibilities for small businesses. Um, I'm seeing with my clients really an expectation that even when we return to something that maybe looks like normal, um, that this will carry on. And and I think it's because um, we now that we know it's possible uh, and we know that we can continue working well at home, there are really significant benefits, um, I think, both for individuals in terms of flexibility, you know, improved work-life balance, um, particularly perhaps for business owners that have got young families or caring responsibilities. But also on the business side, in terms of the potential for having, you know, a smaller workplace or a smaller premises, um, and also being able to recruit talent um, across a wider area if you've got people working from home. So I think it's here to stay. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, for your, the people that you're speaking to, Karen, you know, 
What are the key drivers for that? Is it convenience? Is it removing the commute? Um, is it that opportunity to balance the the work life elements, or you know, pick the kids up on time? That that sort of thing. What's the what's the key driver from the people you're speaking to? Yeah, I think that the last year has caused a lot of people to reassess how their work fits in with their life. Um, and we'll, we'll come on to the, some of the challenges of that. But I think there are huge benefits in terms of being able to spend more time at home, balancing it with appointments, with picking the kids up from school. Um, I think for individuals will increasingly demand this from their employers. Yeah, absolutely. And Simon, I'd, I'd like to bring you in. Thanks very much for, for joining. What, what sort of insights can you share from the businesses that you're speaking to um, you know, what's the anecdotal evidence of um, small businesses increasingly running their operations from home as well as um, the the workplace or the, you know, the the office site or the restaurant or whatever it may be? Yeah, firstly, thanks for having us. Really appreciate the opportunity. Um, you mentioned that we were marching. Uh, I don't think we're marching anymore. I think we're already there. The question is where we go next. Now, home working has really kept the economy moving and helped keep us mentally active, but the isolation has not been good. Um, we have to realise also that home working has not been great for everyone. You know, the physical challenges of having two or more people working in the same space, having to juggle work and homeschooling, or having to explain to you one of your kids why you can't play or they need to be quiet. Um, it, it's been quite a challenge. And, and so while, you know, some will welcome moving back to the office. In fact, a recent IDC survey found that post-COVID, some enterprises expect more than half the workers to be remote part or all the time. You know, we also hear that some bosses are vehemently against this. You know, they want everybody back in the office. Quite how they'll manage that is another story, but uh, they're certainly going to. We're certainly going to see a, a mixture of, of home and office working, this hybrid working model for the foreseeable future, because it's opened a lot of doors. You know, the fact that we've understood that it's now possible for many more types of worker and in many more types of industries to work effectively in a remote way means a lot of us want to keep a little piece of that. Yeah, that's brilliant, and I think that's um, probably you know even more pertinent for, for our audience because, you know, we know that small business owners and managers really live their businesses. You know, they want to be always on. They want to be ac- able to run and access the information for their organi- for their businesses and their organisations, wherever they are. Um, you know, many of them really, really switch off. So I suspect that, that that's also driving some of the uptake of, 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 of the hybrid um, workspace. Um, Karen, I want to talk around some of the sort of um, productivity issues that we can face when we're working at home. Um, I have a problem if there's cricket on while I'm trying to work. I get distracted and uh, I want to go off and watch it. But, you know, all joking aside that some of those things can be an issue. Um, We want to be doing some of the some of the things around the house or um, popping out to pick up the kids or, or, or whatever it may be. What are some of the challenges that your clients face and some of the things that you're helping them address? Yeah, I think I think the first thing to say is that working from home is not easy. Um, you know, I, I often describe it as a skill that needs to be learned. And, and many businesses have been really learning it on the go uh, over the last year. Um, I've had lots of sort of clients coming to me after maybe a month or two and they realised this was going to be, you know, in for the long term. So they're saying, yeah, how, how do I do this in a productive way? Um, because and, and some of the challenges that I see really are that, you know, this is a totally different environment to be working in. Um, than, than an office environment surrounded by colleagues. Um, it's an environment that you're used to relaxing in and doing household stuff in. So, so really getting those boundaries right between home and work, um, both physically but also mentally, um, is a real challenge. And, and, and therefore being able to get into that zone, you know, being able to sort of uh, tune out the cricket when you need to, um, avoid you know, all of those distractions, whether it's kids, dogs, washing up, laundry, all, all that stuff um, is hard. And I see some real challenges with my clients on that. 
And also, I think there's a challenge around getting the balance right between connection with the outside world um, and, and really being able to knuckle down and get 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 some some sort of focus work done. I think we've all got a bit of Zoom fatigue. Um, and there's, there's some research um, that shows really how stressful um, Zoom meetings can be for us. Um, and we often feel that we spend all of our day on, on those meetings and, and balancing that with, you know, do, doing, you know, getting through emails, doing doing other work is really important. Um, and I think with hybrid working, which I think, uh, as, as we're saying, I think really is something that is, is going to become more prevalent, you know, working on site sometimes and at home sometimes. The challenge is around sort of getting your head around what tasks do you do where? How do you optimise that? And how do you not create inefficiency around that? Yeah, some really good um, insights into the challenges that we're juggling, I think, um, with some of that home and hybrid working. Um, aside from those sort of, well, related to the productivity issue, I guess, Simon, is sort of um, connectivity and some of the challenges we we get around the tech um, and making sure that we're, you know, we're able to access everything that we need to do and have got the bandwidth that we need and so on to to stay as productive as we need to be. Um, presumably you're you're seeing some of those challenges through your clients firsthand. Yeah, for sure. But I think the first thing we have to acknowledge is that without the technology we already had, you know, you think about the PCs and laptops and, and our broadband connections, most of us would not have been able to work at all for the yeah. past year. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine working throughout the last year without tools like Zoom or even having access to cloud-based apps or indeed dealing with the things that get in, in the way of work, such as getting someone to fix a water leak where no one was there in the call centre answering the phone? So, so the technology that we already had has certainly helped us. But of course, that being said, you know, that technology was never designed to cope with what we're demanding of it. You know, it's all well and good, you know, with your broadband provider making claims of giving you a strong Wi-Fi signal everywhere in your house and that you've heard that advertising slogan a few times. Um, but however, Wi-Fi only works if both ends can see each other equally well. You know, and also broadband speeds are just not good enough to have more than one person on a video call at a time. So we've all had to to share we've had to negotiate you know and say hey kids you know rather than watching a, a streaming video how about watching the dvd for a while while i work on a call or or maybe if there's two of you working in in, the, in an office you know figuring out that you're not on conference calls at the same time it's interesting i was on a call a few months ago actually where there were two people that just happened to work for direct competitors on conference calls at the same time and i couldn't concentrate on the person i was supposed to be talking to because i was hearing the stuff there uh their partner was talking about in the background about a competitive product. That was very interesting how right. some of these things can, can go to bite you sometimes. Um, I mentioned, you know, Wi-Fi only works if, if both ends can see equally well. So, you know, we have to think about, you know, having a good experience in one part of the house doesn't necessarily mean you get it everywhere. I think one of the big problems, of course, is that where are our broadband routers? They're usually somewhere downstairs, usually by the front door, because it was the easiest place for the technician to install it. Um, and even if you could see five bars on your phone, you know, especially when you're sharing it with more devices, um, you're not necessarily getting a great experience. And of course, maybe that doesn't translate to you not hearing people, but it probably does translate to people not hearing you so very well or your Zoom call freezing or maybe one of your Sonos speakers not wanting to play. Yeah, thanks, Simon. You mentioned the sort of importance of um, easy connectivity and installation around systems like that. Karen, I think you actually had a, a brief test drive of the Aruba product prior to this podcast, um, you can kind of vouch for its um, its its ease of connectivity and setup, can you? Yeah, I mean, I think when we're working from home, we're, we're all our own IT department, aren't we? So um, e easy setup, e ease of use, um, I think is key. Um, and yeah, I found the Aruba product, I thought the app was, um, was a great way of getting all that information really easily. We've talked a bit about the challenges um, and, and some of the barriers, I guess, to, to small business uh, managers and owners working 
um, remotely or from home. Um, but I think the really, really valuable stuff for our audience is getting into some of the tips and guidance around increasing productivity um, and making sure that they can work to the same sort of levels at home as they could on site. Um, Karen, I'll start with you around sort of some of your tips and guidance for boosting productivity and uh, and how we can uh, we can really maximise that opportunity of working at home. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there are loads of things that people can do um, to make working from home better for them. Um, and I think the first thing really is, is the importance of having sort of really clear boundaries. Um, so physically sort of setting yourself up somewhere to work that is away from where you do other things, if that's possible, um, and, and only working from that place so that you really develop that strong association um, with work. Um, and that, that gives you that best possible chance of avoiding all of those distractions. I think there's also something important about being clear on the boundaries about when you'll work. Um, you talked, John, about sort of uh, small business owners often living their business. And I think that that is absolutely true. But we also, um, when we're working from home, that can become quite pernicious. Um, and I think it's really helpful to be clear on when you're going to work and when you're not going to work. And even you know, marking that on the calendar, sort of sharing it with your family, um, really being clear on that so that it doesn't just all blur into thinking that, you know, you should be working all, all hours simply because, you know, your laptop's over there. Um, I think when also when we're working from home, it's even more important to be really focused on trying to achieve in a day. Um, I think it's sort of three to five key things um, that you want to get through. Um, I think that could be really helpful. And then I also sort of advise people to think carefully about the different tasks that they need to do and, and sort of when and where they'll do them. So you sort of big picture sort of strategic thinking and, you know, working on your business, not in it, as they say. Um, it's probably better done um, if it's a task to do on your own at home at your very your most productive time of day and um, when you find it easier to focus. If you're going to do anything sort of on site then, you know, as well as anything business essential, it's probably really for meeting and collaborating with others. And then those tasks like clearing through your emails or doing admin, really those are for those bits of time either in between meetings um, or maybe for that sort of afternoon slump that we that we all experience, whether we're working from home or not. Um, but I think my, my sort of my key message is really that different things work for different people. Um, we've got a sort of um, a handy one pager on, on how people can work from home productively, which I'm happy to offer to listeners for free. Um, you can download that at um, godoproductivity.co.uk forward slash first voice. Um, so, so like I said, working from home is a skill. But if we're, if we're proactive about how, um, how we work, then we can really get the most out of it, I think. Yeah, that's insightful. And, and and do you recommend that people actually sort of physically sit down and and work out this plan and write it down? I mean, I have, you know, I've been working at home for a year and uh, um, <clears throat> the structure of my day is pretty fluid. If I get caught up on a big piece of work, then I might skip a meal or, you know, miss my exercise time if I was planning a run or something like that. How important is it to to sort of get that written down and try and stick to it as much as possible? Yeah, I think writing things down is is generally extremely helpful and, and helps. It makes it more likely that you're going to follow through. It doesn't mean that you won't continue to be flexible. You know, small business owners always need to adapt and be flexible, but it, it shows your intent and it makes it much more likely that you'll make sort of good choices about what you do and how you spend your time. Yeah, great stuff. Simon, I want to talk a bit more about the, um, the, the, the stuff that, that, that you do on a daily basis, which is the sort of tech side of things and the connectivity side of things. Um, you know, because that, that can help our productivity as well. Um, you talked about good connectivity being about more than just bandwidth and, and, and decent Wi-Fi. And I know you guys um, offer products that help ensure you're connected anywhere and you can access files and things like that from anywhere. Tell us a bit about how that tech side of things can boost our productivity. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I said earlier, I think we wouldn't have been able to do anything almost over the past year if we hadn't had access to the technology we had, but it, it does have its limits. A um, little bit of a tech lesson for everyone and not too deep and not too long. Um, did you know that almost all the Wi-Fi deployed in homes today works on a principle we call shared media, meaning that only one person can use it at a time? And you think, well, hang on a minute, I've got lots of devices connected. How does that work? Well, the reason it works is because Wi-Fi is smart enough to very quickly sl time slice between the different users. But of course, if you've only got one access point, that means that you're limited in the amount of time you get allocated for your communication. So if somebody is watching a video, that can cause real problems. So there are new technologies out. One of them is called Wi-Fi 6, and this does help solve the issue. But of course, most of the devices you're going to connect to it don't support that today. So while, you know, great for a new implementation, and if you're looking at, you know, updating your Wi-Fi at home or in the office, then, then make sure you think about Wi-Fi 6. The price is typically about the same as the previous gen, and it will give you a longer life. But of course, to benefit from it, you do need the newer type of devices, the latest iPhones, the latest laptops, and you may not have those. So it's certainly a great uh, technology uh, moving forward. Um, but the first test of all these technologies, certainly for me, is, is how easy it is to set up and get running, you know, without having to download and read complicated manuals. And, and this is where, you know, some technologies really do excel. Um, you know, can you connect multiple access points together to give you good coverage across your entire house or, or office space so that you do get that connectivity end to end? Or, or you know, are you limited to, to one particular area where there's great connectivity and there's not such good connectivity to other areas? I think that's one of the areas where our, our instant on and the app that we used to configure it really excels. You know, you just plug in the APs, the app auto discovers them and it just guides you through the setup and you, you're kind of up and running in almost no time. Um, and then of course it makes it very easy to add multiple access points to give you that good coverage across the entire house. Uh, and they work using a very clever meshing technology that extends that performance all the way around the house or the office. And this is significantly different some of those kind of Wi-Fi extenders you might see available. And I guess many of us have thought about, you know, um, buying one of those because we've had issues connecting in one part of the house and realised that actually it didn't help all that much. And that's because, you know, there are some things you need to do with Wi-Fi to make sure that you can extend that signal in terms of meshing. Um, maybe you've wanted to work outside. Um, as the weather's turning now, it's getting warmer. Uh, it'd be nice to get outside. And I think if you're going to carry on working at home, um, Good to be, uh, you know, good to be able to get outside. I think outside of the office. Um, now you talked about creating space to do work and to do uh, to do other things. I think you need time as well. Uh, you know, set out some time in the day to do different things. Make sure you get up between your meetings. And a good way to do that is to get out into the garden. Um, so maybe we want to do that to give ourselves a bit of a break. Maybe we're going to be outside entertaining or having barbecues over the summer again. You know, and great to have uh, maybe a Wi-Fi speaker or security cameras connected. Point is. Think, don't think of Wi-Fi as just an indoor technology. It's definitely an outdoor technology as well. Um, and then I think you have to think about security as well. It's, it's the elephant in the room. Um, and it's a constant concern for employers and business owners because of the security risks posed by letting staff work from home, especially when they're using their own devices. So again, look out for a, a solution that addresses this by allowing you to create separate secure enclaves or separate soft networks for the business that can be segregated from the rest of the users and where you can easily you know, set up security uh, uh, to block particular applications or an entire application category that can help really make life a lot simpler moving forward. Thanks. Yeah, that's brilliant, Simon. And, and, and just a sort of final point around that, you know, 
Um, I think we've all become a bit more tech savvy over this period because we've had to. We've had use to. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. We've used a lot of those um, video conferencing or VPNs and things like that 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 perhaps we didn't have a lot of experience of when we were sitting in offices or at desks or, or you know, with systems set up in one location and just working away. Um, as a result um, of us having to, you know, um, use these on a more ongoing basis, um, it feels like simplicity and security are the two core elements. Would you agree with that? hundred percent. I mean, you know, if, if you don't, if it's not simple to set up, there's a chance you're going to make a mistake and there's a chance that either you're going to cause a security issue or you're not going to get the experience that you want for. So you think, well, I've gone out and spent some money or your employer's gone out and spent some money to to make sure you get a decent connection so you can work effectively mm. um, and you've not got that. So by keeping it simple, um, by making it easy to set up, you not only you know ensure that you, you don't have as you know some of those security challenges I mentioned, but also that uh, you get the most out of the technology. I, I think simplicity is absolutely critical. And it's, it's kind of interesting you mentioned about the tech we could become used to. If you said you were going to Zoom somebody about 18 months ago, I wonder what sort of look they would have given you. Now, almost everybody <laughs> knows what that is. So I, I think we've, we've become, uh, uh, we've had a bit of a, a renaissance, haven't we, as a result of uh, having to, uh, to work from home on these new technologies. Yeah, and I think that probably also raises our expectations about, um, you know, what they can do and, you know, making sure we're, we're, we're always connected and that we have the the access that we want to to the things we need to run um, our businesses. Um, that, that, that's brilliant stuff and really good insights into sort of boosting your productivity, whether you are, uh, you know, whether from a sort of practical working at home perspective or a, a technology perspective. And that really sort of brings us towards the end of this um, this podcast on how small businesses can stay productive um, when increasingly working at, at home or in a in a hybrid way. And um, I'd like to th- thank both our participants, Karen and Simon, for, for sharing such brilliant insights um, and for making the, the session so useful. Um, Karen, thank you for supplying the, the one paper, which I think you said is available um, by your website um, and forward slash first voice. So thank you very much for that. Um, I'd like also to thank Aruba and Wi-Fi Gear for helping make this podcast happen today. Um, Thanks to you, our audience, for listening. Um, And please do subscribe to the First Voice podcast um, to receive regular updates and guidance on the big issues affecting small businesses. And finally, um, do remember that there's also a whole host of additional uh, content, webinars, podcasts and articles available for small businesses on the First Voice website at firstvoice.com fsb.org.uk. Many thanks. This episode is sponsored by Aruba, a Hewlett-Packard enterprise company, and their partner, Wi-Fi Gear. Looking for a small business Wi-Fi network that works as hard as you do? One that's easy to set up and simple to manage for a smart app? Meet Aruba Instant On. Visit wifigear.co.uk.